I would like to start this episode with a disclaimer, as today's topic is a serious one and also a deadly one. My experiences with stress and the heart shared on this platform are for information and awareness purposes. If you have a heart condition or suspect that you may have one, work with a certified professional for additional support. You are listening to the Work Life Eubiosis podcast with your host, Charleston Edwards. If this is your first time here, welcome. My goal is simple, to bring harmony and balance to this world, starting with the family. There is so much more to life than the nine to five, and this show is designed to bring you inspiration, motivation, and practical solutions to bring balance and joy back to your life. Work-life balance is not a myth, it's a choice. Themes on this show range widely between faith, family rhythms, work, and lifestyle philosophies. You will also hear burning ladder essays submitted by our community of friends and listeners who ditched the rat race, beat burnout to pursue a more balanced and purposeful life. My hope is that this show and the stories shared will provide encouragement motivation and will provide some ideas that will be valuable to you on your journey to work life freedom so let's dive into today's episode in 2019 i was driving my family from florida back home to west virginia following a fourth of july vacation as we were crossing the state line from florida to alabama the engine light came on While trying to push through to civilization, our Volvo XC90 engine burned out in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, on a Sunday afternoon, approximately 800 miles short of our final destination, and no one opened to help. The irony is not lost on me that this vehicle burnout overlapped my personal burnout, except the indicator on the dashboard was my heart. Under my skin, my body was dangerously on fire and inflamed, and it took severe heart palpitations to get my attention that I needed to make some lifestyle changes. We can trade in our cars when they burn out, but we don't have the option as humans. We must push on. Or should we? After months of digging deep into my heart palpitations, it was revealed to me that my body was under tremendous stress. Stress is such a complicated word, and it can come from many directions, and everyone deals with stress differently. So my personal journey out of burnout started that day in Alabama, and I'm still on that journey today. In hindsight, I am forever grateful for that light on the dashboard. Not everyone is lucky enough to get signs of heart issues and have the ability to correct it. During the season, I was averaging over 20 heart palpitations a day, leaving me thinking with each episode, is this the one that takes me out? For anyone who has experienced heart palpitations or arrhythmia, it's not comfortable. It's pretty alarming, and it should catch our attention. I sought out professional help immediately. 
After the blood work, EKGs, and assessments of my lifestyle, the result all pointed back to stress. My heart was stressed. In my environment, diet-induced and career-induced. My journey to correcting my health struggles over the last five years has been holistic. My diet, my career, my time management, I've tackled it all with one singular goal, to reduce the stress load. Some areas are still unavoidable as well as some areas where I still trip up, but the mission is still the same, not only for me, but for anyone that follows this platform. Eubiosis is another word for balance. So in the title alone, it's a subtle reminder of the mission at hand. Balance is everything, not just in our time, but in how we eat, our hormones, our microbiome, our relationships, our passions, and how our bodies can better navigate and minimize stress. Stressors are synonymous with toxicity. Our society is infiltrated with toxins. It's in the air we breathe, in our foods, on our screens, in our workplaces, in our relationships, in our media, in our governing authorities, and in our own thinking. But yet, most of these toxins we're oblivious to or numbed by until it's too late. But there are symptoms we can pay attention to, and we can get very intentional on seeking out the toxins and eradicating what we have control of. The first step is getting routine blood work to better understand the basics, our hormone levels, our A1C, insulin sensitivity, our cortisol levels, cholesterol, or any signs of inflammation. Another health assessment to pay attention to is heart rate variability, or HRV for short. HRV is a measurement of time variation between heartbeats. The average HRV metric is different for everyone, so there is no ideal number that works for everyone. However, the higher the number, the better the body is at handling the stress. To further break down the importance of improving HRV, we have to have a basic understanding of our automatic nervous system, which is comprised of the sympathetic, which is fight or flight, and parasympathetic nervous systems. That's the rest and digest. Both systems are beneficial as the sympathetic is mobilized when we are threatened, and the parasympathetic is mobilized to give us calm, to regulate, and to lower our blood pressure. The HRV metric will tell us when our body is stressed or when the sympathetic overrides the, the parasympathetic. When the sympathetic system is chronically in override mode, this puts us at high risk for a stroke or heart attack. This risk factor is compounded by the other environmental and dietary toxins entering our bodies. The HRV is a powerful indicator of how we can manage stress, and it will provide clues on how to minimize stress by improving sleep, exercise, diet, and mental health. The Aura Ring, Fitbit, or Whoop, they are all great trackers that track HRV.
What I have learned through this journey is that stress is deadly if it goes unchecked. We aren't vehicles, and if we were, driving our bodies around the clock without maintenance can have severe results. Let me rephrase, it does have severe results. So let's quickly tie part one of this series on the heart that was introduced last week to this week. Our emotional heart, where we find passion, is best cared for by rhythms. Our physical hearts are also cared for by rhythms of a balanced automatic system, regulating our stress. How we spend our time is a huge contributor to our stress. It's of critical importance to our health that we find love, joy, passion, and gratefulness for how we spend our time. We must have a heart for our work, a heart for rest, and a heart for life outside of work. An imbalance of these factors opens up the door to other stressors that are completely unhealthy. If these factors are ignored, we burn out and we die an early death. I'm sort of being melodramatic, but I'm really not. Stress kills, and if we are blessed enough to receive one clue, a light on the dashboard, per se, then this presents an opportunity for healing. As a society, we are oblivious to how we treat our bodies, though we learn in fifth grade how our bodies operate. Unfortunately, it takes near-death incidents due to our commitment to the rat race to return to our fifth-grade textbooks to reset our health. Speaking of the rat race, I want to transition to how jobs impact our stress levels and our hearts. What does our work have to do with our hearts? Everything. Work is love, a representation of the heart. When we don't love our work, it's hard to be loving. It's hard to be healthy. Let that sink in. This goes back to last week on the importance of passion in our emotional hearts. Our emotional hearts impact the health of our physical hearts. The health of our heart disintegrates in response to poor work habits, toxic work cultures, passion and purpose misalignment, unhealthy boundaries with our time, overloaded to-do list, and imbalance of priorities of family and work. We take our work habits for granted. Therefore, we take our hearts for granted. The stress and pace put on our jobs mirrors the stress and pace of our hearts. The heart tries to keep up with the pace of society and loses the rhythm that it's naturally programmed for. There are not only bad work habits, but data is telling us that there are bad work ethics. The latest data tells us that 70% of the global workforce are discontent. This shows us that there is a misalignment of values. 70% of us are stressed that we are in the wrong workplace or in the wrong industry. But what happens when we find the right job or the right calling? How can we sustain that fire, the passion, and without stress? This episode is brought to you by Own Your 5 to 9, an organization committed to freeing families of the rat race and burnout.
Every organization has a leader, mission, and a set of values that drives the organization. But this is commonly missed in the most important organization in the world, the family. An organization has one mission for how it will impact the world. Why not the family? An organization goes into strategic planning to align its values, mission, and projects. Why not the family? Whose Home, a strategic planning guide for families is a workbook and a tool needed in all households. Whose Home takes a strategic planning approach with 10 guided exercises to define your core family values, family mission, and tools to operationalize how your family does life together. If your family is facing big decisions, Whose Home is for you. If you're considering a career pivot, Whose Home is for you. If you desire more intentionality and harmony in your home, Whose Home is for you. Create a healthy culture, not a hustle culture, at home. Visit ownyour5to9.com to claim your copy today. Last week, I gave tips on how to maintain love when the passion is gone by maintaining sound rhythms. This week, I want to present some very practical concepts on how to keep the fire burning without the stress. This is a dual meaning, which also applies to how we can keep our hearts beating longer and healthier. And before I go into this list, I would like to add the disclaimer that lifestyle changes aren't ever meant to replace medical interventions and sound medical advice. However, lifestyle changes are always recommended and can attribute to healing. Lifestyle changes is about loving ourselves so we can love others. Self-care must be a priority for healing. The American Heart Association developed the Life Simple 7 Playbook for alternate ways to prevent coronary and cardiovascular diseases. That list is valuable and the traditional advice that we need for our basic health. Here's the list. Stop smoking. Eat better. Get active. Lose weight. Manage blood pressure. Control cholesterol. And reduce blood sugar. Yes, we have to be careful of those sweets. But I would like to insert my own seven alternative lifestyle changes not in the AHA playbook. These are all lifestyle-based changes that can keep the heart beating longer and the fire burning. Let's start with number one. Do a health assessment annually. Knowledge is power when we know what to do. Find a trusted professional who can holistically support your healing journey. Get blood work. Get to know your sleep scores. Examine toxins in your diet. Get to know your HRV baseline. And if you have a light on the dashboard, ruthlessly pursue answers. A health professional can support a deeper dive into any problematic area that may be exasperating a disease such as stress, mold, bad seed oils, or perhaps gluten and dairy. The root causes are limitless to our sicknesses, so make sure whichever medical professional that you choose is ready to go down multiple wormholes with you. Number two, do a quality of your work assessment. 
In 2000, the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health created a powerful questionnaire related to work-related stress. Almost 25 years later, this questionnaire is just as powerful and relevant and a great starting place for measuring stress levels on your job. You can download it in the show notes and self-assess how stress is magnified during and after work hours. I repeat, with knowledge comes power, so don't be afraid to dive into this assessment. Number three, recalibrate your sleep frequently. Getting quality sleep is foundational to quality health. Without it, it will leave you frantic, tired, and in an intoxicated and endless foggy state of mind. Number four, stimulate the vagus nerve. We have a natural chill pill tool in our bodies. We can stimulate the vagus nerve by box breathing, four, seven, eight breathing, gargling, singing, humming, and laughing. All of these stimulate the vagus nerve and can regulate the heart. Cold plunging is also a great way to create healthy stress while also focusing on deep breathing. Number five, minimize caffeine. Coffee spikes cortisol levels that impact the pace of our hearts. Too much coffee creates too much cortisol. Cortisol also spikes our insulin and blood sugar levels. To take it further, we consume coffee when we first wake up, and that is the wrong time. Our bodies are already producing cortisol when we get out of bed. So the ideal time to drink coffee is when the cortisol levels in our bodies drop. That's typically between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Any coffee before sets us up for a more dramatic afternoon crash. Having coffee any time later disrupts our sleep cycles. At the end of the day, drink more water. Number six, reflect daily. If you've forgotten what's igniting your fire, there's no better exercise than reflection. Meditation, prayer, or morning journaling are all great practices. Getting one-on-one -on -one time with your significant other or serving those around you is also a great practice of building community and reminding you of the value that you have to others and the value of others having on you. Number seven, build time routines. Last but certainly not least, frantic busyness is the stressor of all stressors. For many of us, this is the lead domino. Improve your relationship with time by building routines. Routines are familiar and become knowns. Routines are rhythms that can make life feel natural. Though some of us like novelty and surprises, the majority of us like anticipation and knowing what comes next. There are two methods to this, time boxing and time blocking. The first is time boxing. This concept is for important tasks daily or weekly, which requires focus without distraction. One task typically fits in this box and it creates discipline around major projects. Time boxing will provide focus and the ability to stack those days and hours of small steps into achievable goals. Theme your days and your weeks around these routines. A level of predictability is the main goal of building time boxes. 
Along the same lines, create more free time in your schedule using the second concept of time blocking. The goal here is to create white space on your calendar. Carve out a day every week to not have meetings. Jumping from one thing to another all day leaves no time for self-care, restoration, flexibility for life, or dedicated time to be intentional. When we slow down our schedules, so will the pace of our hearts. When we aren't in a hurry, we have more time to love others. The irony of our emotional heart and physical heart is that if our heart is not into something, our physical response is a lower heart rate, and we feel pretty dead trying to work through it. But if our heart is in it, we must do all it takes to make sure it's still beating. I hope that you have found this information useful and that you have found at least one area to better care for your heart. And speaking of caring for your heart, a caring heart is a giving heart. Have an amazing week celebrating Valentine's Day and giving your heart to the one you love. In honor of Valentine's Day, I'm excited to announce that Who's Home, the workbook that all families need, is on sale for $10 off and free shipping for the rest of February. If stress is a challenge in your home, then Who's Home, the ultimate guide to protect the family from the rat race, is the best tool for you. Click on the links in the show notes to purchase your copy today. Thank you for listening to the Work Life Ubiosis podcast, part of the work life resources created by Own Your 5 to 9. I hope that you have found encouragement and a few ideas to strengthen your journey to purpose, freedom, and balance. Have you overcome burnout and found a new way of life? Millions around the globe are still at the risk of burnout and losing it all, and your story may be the one that sparks not only a dream, but action. Visit ownyour5to9.com for more information and to submit your story. While you're there, join the Work-Life Ubiosis newsletter and receive additional resources weekly right to your inbox. If you enjoy this podcast, take time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Share it with a friend or a loved one. Remember, the most important organization in the world is the family. Let's do our part to strengthen it. Thank you for listening.